BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet with faster speeds rolling out every day and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Oh, gee. Make some noise. <laughs> My next guest has been doing this for over 20 years. Uh, he's one half of... The group Smith & Wesson, they're about to release their seventh album. First album was The Shining. They also did Monumental with P-Rock. Uh, General Steele, welcome back to the library with Tim Heineke. Peace. <laughs> Yo, it's good to be here, man. Good Thanks to see you. you. Thank you. You too, man. You All too, right. as always. Um, so The Shining came out 1993. You're about to release your seventh album. Fifteen years later, if I do the math correctly. No. The Shining came out in nine, five. The single came out in nine four. The album was released nine five. We was we made our appearance on Ike Moon in nine was it nine, nine two, two nine, nine three, two. something like that. But yeah. Um how has from the first album to now, how has the kind of the purpose of the album changed for you? Uh how's it and how has it stayed the same? Um, well, I got two kids. In college right now, <laughs> so 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 I, I I'm like Ghostface waiting on these royalties take too long. It's like waiting on baby, like you know what I'm saying. So I I need everything to work. I have to you know my responsibility has definitely shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, but we was we when we came into the game, we was always like pretty responsible youths, and we learned from watching Black Moon as they entered the stage. Um. You know, after all the ups, ups and downs and rocky, rocky parts, you still have love for it. You still realize that you have a passion for it, but then you want to handle it. Like hip hop is that kid that grew up, you know, and you got to send him to college. You know? <laughs> so you want to take care of it. I love it, and I love it still. I'm glad I can still say that. You know. Uh, do you, or how do you approach? Uh, talk about the purpose of the album, but how do you approach the album and the song? I mean, as you've grown older, is it the same kind of approach for you? Do you still have the same place you write at, or? I think when we did the shining, it was it was. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say it's the same, um, because you know, like we was in a we was in a real different place at that at that time. Um, we was we was living on basically on the streets in between homes and stuff like that. And we was a little bit, we was a little bit crazy and, and loose out there. But we had, we still had family members. You know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of our family was still around. 
um, uh, Evil D and, and Mr. Walt took us into their basement before we was before we made it to the studio to record our actual the first joints. Um, we wrote it sitting at uh, Evil D and Walt's table in their basement um, apartment. God, God bless Mama Dugar. She used to come downstairs and check on us. Little sis used to come down and check on us. The cat used to come down <laughs> and check on us. So it was a family vibe. We was right in Bucktown around family. We was That's in awesome. the kitchen right in Bucktown. Let's get it on. These was a, um, uh, nothing move but the money. These songs was written in in, in this in this place. Wow. And you can't smoke in here, so we had to go across the street in the park. Um, <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> we still got our, you know, we still got our vices, but and, and you know, they didn't they didn't trip on us about doing what we was doing as long as we can come in and perform. And um, when we performed, when we did this last project uh, with uh, Knife and the Soul Council, it was similar because they invited us into their space. Mm. I mean, this time their space was a studio. It's, it's a, it looks like the Millennium Falcon because it's just it's just places where people are in every room making beats, you know what I mean? And it's no competition, but everybody is in there pounding them out, and, you know, and then you have the living room area. It's, it's a beautiful a beautiful space to create, mm-hmm. and I think it, it, it gave us an open, a open window to just, to just write our rhymes, and there was no, no constructions, no constrictions, no restrictions. And initially... Um, I honestly, like, I was, I was afraid. I didn't know how he was going to approach it. I didn't know what was going to be the first song. I didn't know how he was going to, know what to talk about. Right. And you know, it just, it just started to come. It just started to really awaken. You know. Do you remember that first kind of moment or lyric that you might have like started to write down that had everything click, or even it, maybe Tech wrote it down? You know, but it was. Do you remember that moment? I, I, I tried to, um, I tried to cheat. Something I I definitely don't do. Uh, I had I had like six verses that I had wrote to some other stuff right. that I was like, we're probably not going to use this, so I'm gonna try try one of these. And it's like you know, it's like you got to get the burp or the, you got to fluctuate. <laughs> like I had to get that out, yeah. and that's one of the songs that didn't make the cut. By the way, <laughs> so it's like you know, after you get that out, you start you know you start listening to all these different beats. That's the first process. Like you listening to tracks and. Um, you know, you trying to find a vibe, um, and then I don't know. I think I got an epiphany from Sean Price or something, man. It's like, yo, you just gotta like make the first rap very exciting, right? You know, just and just and just go for it. And you know, we we wake up in the morning, we will go get breakfast, we'll sit and eat breakfast with Crisis in the morning at the Flying Biscuit, and um, it's really you know really family vibe, really really I won't say relaxing, mm-hmm. but it's comforting because you know when you get to the studio. It's all about the work time, right. you know. Of course, you got your, you, you get that big gallon of Hennessy and whatever, yeah. whatever you like, water, people. But you know, that's me. Right, right. <laughs> so my process hasn't really shifted. It's just now you have a lot of information. Um, you know, you got to be in tune with, with where the energy is going, the mm-hmm. track. What is the track telling you at the time? And just you know, just work it out. And hope it, and hope it comes out great. When you were in, when you're writing for The Shining and you're in Evil D's, you know, mother's basement, mm-hmm. did you, did, was, did you know or when did you know that this was going to be not just, you know, your, the hip hop being your life, but this is going to be your career? 
Or were you just thinking one album and see what happens? Uh, that's that's. I don't know if that's the, the the Brooklynite in me or just the Sagittarius in me. I don't or just the the the, the, the anal cat. But um, before we actually started working with these guys, I had a I had a really good job in a Coney Island Hospital, <laughs> benefits and everything, and. You know, I wasn't happy there, and I knew that I wasn't going to be there alone. They was going to either fire me or I was just going to just flop out probably. So when I saw the opportunity, I said, well, I I didn't think it was going to be easy, and I didn't think it was going to, you know, uh, be life-changing, like, in in the realm of, like, all right, overnight success, anything like that. But I was willing to take that chance, you know. So I, I said, hey, it's either now or never. I got advised by people like Drew High, like, yo, don't quit your day job. (laughs) Right. I'm like, man, I got to, man. I got to. I got to leave here. You know, if I don't make the choice now, then no telling when, you know, I have this opportunity. So it's full steam. (laughs) I want to jump, uh, you know, ahead. Uh, You know, you guys were recently on uh, NPR's Tiny Desk. Yes. Yes. Big Uh, up Abby O'Neill. It's my baby. uh, Incredible performance. Good job. Yeah. And Uh, Black Alley, these guys. And one thing that's incredible about it is that it's all... You're spitting over all live instruments. Yes. Um, what is what's the major difference for you in terms of when you're spitting over a live instrument versus spitting over a DJ or you know 808s? Oh man, it it, it's, it does something to the soul, man. You know, it, it allows you to hear yourself as an instrument. Mm. You know, um, a lot of times when you're doing it to the conventional shows and it's just a DJ, it's like it's it's um, I guess it's it's kind of rigid. Sometimes um, when you're listening to the live music, it's a, it's a little more open and you're hearing notes that you normally don't hear when you're listening to like <laughs> sample tracks and stuff like that. So it, it takes you on a journey, man. So it's, it's a whole different kind of high, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you have a favorite kind of instrument to spit over or a favorite sound you like that kind of? I don't think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do. Like we went on tour. We went on tour with with, with a group called Champion Sound. They're from uh, uh, primarily from Czechoslovakia, um, and we actually set to go out with them um, this 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 winter as well. This fall, um, and these guys. It's like three guys, man. It's a drum. It's a bass player who who formerly was. Uh, the, just a guitar player, but he had they they lost their bass player, and he had to pick up the bass, and he's, sounds good to me. Right, yeah. Um, not to mention that these guys, they're not like one of them doesn't really speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, then this then this then this the I guess the main conductor, uh, which he plays the flute. Um, <laughs> he's on a DJ, he's DJing, and so it's like I'm I've I can't remember performing uh, uh, um, uh, Stand Strong, mm-hmm. you know, with the Isaac Hayes uh, horns in it. And then it's a guy behind me who plays the horns right. from that. So it, it just blows my mind. You know, it's, it's exciting. You know, it takes you on a journey. It's, 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 good. it's beautiful, you know. <clears throat> uh, you and Tech have been doing this for a while, and you both have done solo stuff. You both yeah. have worked with other artists but there's always something about, to me, a track with you two on it that kind of brings out the best in each other. Yeah. What is it that 
brings out the best in each other? Like what? It's what the is love, man. It's the love, man. I love working with that guy, man. I, 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 um, plus, he does half the work, so it's like, <laughs> it's like, how could you not love that? You know, I don't got to do so much. You can carry that side, carry this side, but no, that's my brother, man. That's um, it's just it's just organic with us, you know. We. We, we 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 can talk we can we can fuss we can fight he sees me do stuff he doesn't really like he's, he can talk to me about it. i see stuff you know it's not um it's 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 not a it's not a um a, stru- a structured um group we're not the conventional group we're actually relatives we're actually family you know not blood related but it feels like it and that's how we carry it and i think that we both know the importance of getting the job done you know, and when we have uh, when we have these when we have these producers like Beat Miners and and and, and Knife Wonder and, and Pete Rock, we know that we got to show up for right. work when we're dealing with these guys. It's a serious thing, and and um, we focus. He's a very focused cat too, by the way. He don't play no games really, unless we're in the studio. Sometimes he might have a dice game going right. or something like that, but that's him. He. <laughs> he he redraws it from somewhere else, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we've spoken a few times, uh, you know, um, and I think one thing that always stands out, and you even said it now, just the importance of family and the people around you. Uh, I think the interview I had with Tech, I actually went down to Brooklyn, and it was in between his workouts. Right. Uh, I'm bidding like crazy in the park. But uh, <laughs> but the cool thing about that, when I, what, I, what, I, what I appreciated about that, and I left it being like, this is your neighborhood. Uh, what is it about your neighborhood that makes you who you are, makes you who you are as an artist. And how do you, how does how do you keep drawing from it to continue to grow? I mean, I would say it's around as the source, you know, that's the, that is your, your second tier family. Mm-hmm. You know, once you step outside, you have the neighborhood. If you, you know, um, like you all heard the saying, it takes a village. So I grew up in the projects. Um, I, I lived on the 14th floor, um, so there were families on every floor that knew my family, and that that was that was that was my first encounter with with relationships, you know. And then after that, it's school. Right. So my school is maybe like 10, 12 blocks from my house. So in between those blocks, you encounter a lot of other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you start drawing on all of that. You're able to, like, you know, it's scary. Sometimes it's scary and 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 it'll brand you. It'll put a stamp in you and it'll make you tough or it'll make you want to get up out of there and leave there. And I think um, we've always been able to uh, walk through different neighborhoods. We've been daring enough or, or stupid enough to just <laughs> traverse through to some of the places, some of the most dangerous places in Brooklyn. And then um, the fraternities of school uh, is where we where we meet people that's from different neighborhoods. And we actually still to this day go to these places. We mm. still hang out in Crown Heights. We still be in Bushwick. We still even Harlem. You know, we Brooklynites. To the, to the heart, but we go to Harlem. Tech spends a lot of time at Juice Bar with, with Styles, right. um, Queens. You know, we used to get our hair cut in Queens by, by Onyx when they had the when, that, when <laughs> nice. they had the shop out there. <laughs> so it's like we really, you know, traveled, traveled, to, traveled to five boroughs, and and I guess and respectfully, not not to go anybody's neighborhood, but it's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful canvas when you think about it, you know. I want to get into the new album, but first, uh, we talked about this prior to getting on, but uh, 
Black Moon's debut album, Enter the Stage, will turn 25, October 19th. Uh, that's where you guys also made your debut on yes. the track. Um, what, what does that album mean to you, but also what does it mean for music? And also, what was the studio session like when you were creating? The Black Moon album is, man, that's the... The, the the it is exactly what the title says you know it's entering the stage it's like once you accept uh the, the fact that you're about to start something new it, there's no turning back right. and that's how it felt when we was with these guys and that's how it felt in the studio like everybody that was on that project um evil d mr wall mr wall is a is a very uh uh influential I mean, he's the backbone, and, and and he's not in none of the photos. He's, I guess, he's an introvert in that way. But he has his history with studying music, working in, um, I think he worked in rock and soul, one of these, one of these spots. But these guys always came, always came to the table with what they had, with with with, with high power information, and you know, Evil D is just a just an evil genius, right. <clears throat> um, who loves who loves music. And the other two guys are just talented artists. So before we actually got our turn up to bat, um, we watched them. We watched them make their moves and build together and formulate how they was going to get things done and patiently waited. Um, before that, I was a solo artist. I hadn't done anything as serious as what was going on. So I was all open. I was quiet. And I was receptive to it all, and it was a beautiful experience. It was like going through all of the tracks, right. you know. And as you've seen them form, you've seen the you've seen the confidence grow, and and then you uh, witnessed the the Jack the Rappers and the How Can I Be Downs. But all them rides was rough, mm-hmm. you know. It was super rough, man. And it, and it made us understand why we are at the boot camp. You know, and, right. and, and it, it it was a it, the cycle the cycle went, and I think that is important for hip hop to understand. Like hip hop goes three hundred and sixty degrees. Like we give credit to those that's before us. We learn from these things. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 the honor the honor of of, of the of the art, the craft, you know, the culture. Uh, you released the album in ninety five. You did one in ninety eight, two thousand five, two thousand seventeen, two thousand eleven. You're about to release a new album, The All. Yes. Um, in the, you and I are from this age, but in an age now where it <clears> seems <throat> like you need to release, you need to release an album right after you've released an album. <laughs> uh, yeah. Even I, before you've released the album. <laughs> uh, um, how how have how has uh, Smith and Wesson not succumbed to that pressure of having to feel like they constantly have to release music? Well, it's it's difficult to compete with that because sometimes um, you want to do that, but it's not realistic. Like for me, um, I, I respect it too much. You know, I think I think um, you know you have to give people the time to digest mm-hmm. what it is. And if you're microwaving music, then of course it's not going to be as, as quality. Uh, as, as 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 something that you can play from a ninety five, you know. Right. So <clears throat> it's like considering, considering, you know, being considerate to the fans. That's one. Um, kind of being realistic about uh, 
I guess, about your story, whatever you're going to tell. Like, we have, on this new album, uh, our last album came on, and, uh, if you could call uh, Born and Raised, which is a reggae project. Right. Um, we I call it an album. Right. Um, that released in 2012. Right? Makes 2012. Sense. I think it's 2012, 2013. But I think it's 2012. Uh, Monumental was 2011. Right. <clears throat> so then next year, yeah, 2012. So here we are. Here we are, right, 2017, 2018. Um, which for me, you know, I'm I'm like an esoteric guy and numbers guy right. and stuff like that. So it's like seven seven years later, our album coming out is slated to drop in January. On Jan- 111. Something like that, <laughs> one eleven nineteen, some right. some cool number like that, um, and 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 this is seven years later, um, from from our last album, and this is our seventh album. Oh, nice. Okay. So I'm playing those numbers. I don't know if you got this too much. <laughs> I'm a gambling type spirit, but I like to have to play those numbers. But <clears throat> I think like. The esoteric version for me, and not even esoteric, but the real is real reality is that the seventh is the is, is seventh G is the seventh letter made. That's 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 the God in the supreme mm-hmm. mathematics, you know. And for us, this is a big um, <clears throat> this is a big shot for us because like the title of the album is called the All, right? You know, God's uh, God's uh, you know for the gods and earth, peace of gods and earth, and you know. Uh, the nation, you understand what that means. Everybody should know what the all means. Right, the right. all. You don't have to really be a religious person to know what that is. So in 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 the wordplay of it, it's us taking the responsibility. Like this could possibly be it. Like what would you say to the people? You know, w- would you preach to them? Would you tell them some old stuff that you ain't get a chance to tell them before? Would you would you tell them some stuff you saw when you crossed the desert? Or would you, just, would you have fun with them when you had one last party with them? So you, all of these different things cross your mind. It's like, all right, I'm going to try to do all of that without being pigeonholed into, um, you know, whatever I give you now, I want you to cherish that for, for years to come. So I don't, I'm not giving you no, it's not going to be another Smith & Wesson album right after that. <laughs> you know, you might get a solo tech or a solo steel, and that's only because we consistently record right. music. You know, I personally have like two or three solo projects that I just be, I just be making stuff. You know, I got a studio in my house, and every time I feel the vibe, I, I create. Mm. And um, and and I and I and I and I'm glad you asked that other question about the solo and the tech and steel because <clears throat> I like to be in the room with tech. Somewhere close and know what we're doing. I don't want to mix up, uh, you know, just think these these just arbitrary rhymes and say, hey, you know, unless I love it, unless I love it. So I'm kind of anal with that. I want to I want to separate and compartmentalize certain flows and certain input and things like that. But it's difficult, man, and it gets it gets real tricky. But I love it. I love the challenge. I accept it. I watch how these other cats rhyming nowadays. How they apply themselves and how they how they mix and match words, I think it's awesome. Right, right. You know, so um, you you're just talking about the the meaning of the all. Um, yeah. How how does the the for this for for the all example for the album example? How does that how does the creation begin? Like, I mean, is there 
I mean, like, what's the drawing board between you and tech? Are you guys, you know, just this comes to you one day? Are you guys sitting down writing like a plan or just kind of all of the above, man? All of the above. Like, we we we, we went down south. Um, it's like it's like the shining. We we had to spend every day together. Every day we sleep in your room. We not sleeping, you know, together, <laughs> but we sleep in your room, which means you got that you got that space, right? You know, you talk to family or watch this baseball game, basketball, whatever. Um, but then we're spending the whole day together. We're eating together. We're we're listening to beats together. You know, I might take a break and go smoke me a Marlboro or something. Like that. <laughs> something. <laughs> something like something. that. But um, you know, and then we just get back to it. Um so we literally we literally did have a, a board though. We had a we had a board, we set it up in the studio and um tech was a little annoying at times because he was like, yo, we need a title. Uh, so we just start thinking of titles. And um he's like, We need a title for the project. And I'm like, it's way too early. <laughs> I'm drawing a super blank right now. I don't know which direction to go. Um, I think we need to record a few songs and feel it out. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you come in fresh, and we, we I'm talking about we coming in the studio like 11 o'clock in the morning. Jeez, wow. And we're not leaving until we we ready to pass out. And it's days where we record like one song. It's days where we record like two or three. And um, we 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 had initially we had a week, and in the first week that we went down there, we recorded songs. Every single every single day, and when we left, we had eleven songs recorded, and that was extremely exciting, mm-hmm. you know. But we was like, "Yo, we gonna have to come back." We didn't. We we still need a couple. We need a couple. There's a couple more things we need, you know. So we went back for another week, you know. So it's like in two weeks we were, we created this. So everything that we put together had to be perfect, you know. And, and working with the Jedi, right. ninth. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's an evil genius, man. He's a he's a he's a beautiful guy. He's a beautiful creative guy, and I like how he works with his with his with his team with the Soul Council because it's it's no competition. He can he doesn't have to step on their toes. They're said they're, they're equally talented as him, right. and and whoever has the the food, that's what we going that's what we're gonna serve up. And we just had to, you know, step up step up to the plate and, and when it worked man you know how did that collaborate i mean how did how did the ninth wonder smith and wesson collaboration actually we happen? always think of how we could step it up mm-hmm. what we not what we wasn't gonna do i mean we toyed around a lot of different things we toyed around with a, a beat minus project we toyed around with a monumental part two um but of course beat minus is super busy with the black moon stuff um, and, you know, we toyed around with Ninth Wonder. Uh, one day, Drew Ha revisited that idea, and he said, yo, you guys willing to go down south for a week and, and, and see what you can come up with? And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Is that a trick question? When do we leave? You leave Friday. Oh, this Friday. <laughs> it was like Wednesday. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, wow, okay, um... Yeah, sure. Let's do it. What do we got to lose? You know, right. and 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 um, yeah, man. It was it was it was rocky at first. It was rocky because it's like again, I, I honestly, 
the human side of me, I was a little fearful. You know, I was a little intimidated because I didn't know what we were going to do. You know, I didn't know where it was going to start, what a conversation. Um, secretly, <laughs> uh, Ninth Wonder is a, is is not only a producer, a composer, you should say, composer. He's also um like he's 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 involved with the with the project. He it was times where he gave us lyrical instruction. I'm oh. like, don't feel any way about, you know, if you feel a vibe, then come in and, and it's a couple of songs that he came and he's like, Yo, I hear y'all going like this. And he would just do some mumble stuff <laughs> like that. And I'm like, that's the flow you hear? Cool. Let me let me see if I can Right. Put some words to that, and, and and you know, it was it was like everybody was hands on, was nobody in each other's way, anything like that. Um, but it was like, yo, I ha- I hear something, um, and you know, and we all was working together and close knit like that. Man, it was beautiful. Uh, Let it go is the first yes track off the album. It's the first track we've obviously everyone has heard. Um, can you just talk a little bit about that track? Uh, was it the first song written by you guys and? Since this is the first track release, how did you want it to kind of represent the that, album? That um, I think that might have been like maybe like the second or third. Uh. The the first two we're probably never gonna. <laughs> <laughs> they wasn't bad, but they just wasn't as good as like when you hit that when you hit that first one. Yeah, and you go all right. Them other two is just still around the corner somewhere. Um. It makes sense. That song was created on on one of those fresh mornings. You know, you 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 get your rest and you kind of wrap your head around. You get up in the morning, you feeling fresh. You had your continental breakfast, or what we was doing was going to the Flying Biscuit commercial. <laughs> <laughs> to us, it was great because it's like uh, it's just some cool place to go in the morning and have breakfast. Um, so the eagerness is there. Um, and I, uh, you know, tech is, tech is the, the doctor. He's like, yo, what are we working on today? How we, what beats we got? What are we doing? So I'm like, I'm more like the magician. I'm like, yo, I think we should work on this one. All right. What are we talking about? What's the concept? What's the thing? I said, yo, no concept. No concept. We're not doing that. We're not thinking about no concept. We're just going, we're just going to let it go. We're just going, we're just going to rhyme on some hardcore stuff on this one right here. Or write your 16, I write my 16. Or it just cut me in where you see me, me to help you out on certain lines. Mm-hmm. Cut me in on there. But we're not gonna we're not gonna even be in each other's space like that. We'll just go over there. Just go sit over <laughs> here and write. I'm gonna go over here. And I think my first I think I went outside. You know, it was beautiful outside. I, they got you know, they right across from the, 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 the some some type of train yard, mm-hmm. you know. And the train would pass, so I'm, I got my headphones and, and the train yard, and the smoke from the pipes is coming. So I'm, I'm mixing and matching the vibes, and whatever came to mind is what came to mind. And when these guys was ready, uh, so I, you know, I I was trying to hype myself up, and I just said, "Woo, there you go." And they're like, "Yo, all right," and that wound up staying. <laughs> like I had a chorus that's in the chorus. But then we just put it together, and that's like crisis going. Nah, that can go there, and like on the dime, and we're building the song as we're as we're doing it. We're building it, you know. So it's nothing that we came and said, "Yo, we're gonna do this song called Let It Go," and then we're gonna say, "Woo!" At this part, it's like 
that happened and then this happened <laughs> and then the rhymes was like boom, you know, and it's parts like the good thing about having a partner sometimes like it's stuff that like we 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 super old school. Like we come from the school where you, you don't punch in. <laughs> Knife nice Wonder was like, yo, man, you can't be doing that. Don't punch and stuff. Like, people don't do that no more. <laughs> He's like, how you think these guys be sounding so perfect? You think they just say it like that? Like, we just so stubborn when it comes to that. But they're, 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 having a partner is great sometimes because I be saying so many words and then I, and, and I can't say that next line. I'm going to go... <gasps> Yeah, right. So when I go, he hit that line for me, and then I can come right back. Boom! He's my breath. You know what I mean? So it's like the combination is now. Now it's now it's getting exciting. You know. So after one or two of those, oh, after we did that one, I think it was either before or after. It might have been before. Rockness Monster came through. He just happened to be down south. This was his last day. So he was like, yo, let's get him on the track. Because <laughs> <Nice. laughs> whatever he, he rhyme about, he's going to get us hype. And then we could get on that. So we did like these two hardcore tracks. Um, unfortunately, the Rockness Monster track didn't make the cut. Wow. Really? It was pretty dope, though. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it'll pop, pop out sometime. Right, but right. but it, was, it, was, it kicked it off for us. You know, it started getting the ball rolling and, and excitement was in there. And then after the excitement, you start going... We need to make some serious, serious joints, some serious stories about stuff. So Tech was coming up with some titles and ideas, and and I would come up with uh, choruses and, and concepts like, "Yo, we're gonna we're gonna do this one. This one is a this one is a letter. This one gonna be letter to the loved ones, to everybody. First one to your moms, the first one to your son, and the next one to you. No, right, and we'll right. just get to it. Like it just happened. It it had to happen. That time that was allotted to us. That's all we had to work with, and we just busted out uh you bring up a point about features uh do you when you guys go into the album with well, this album do you go in thinking you're gonna have features on it or do you or me how, personally how no tech loves features <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves features man I, I know i know like artists like to have a bunch of features but I, I'm, I'm not really into that like i think that the album should be yours if you have a couple of people on there it's a courtesy or something that that makes sense. Yeah. You know, every album, every song, a feature, I think that's kind of like, that's kind of like, that's cheating. That's, that's, that's laziness almost. Um, and sometimes those songs don't even work. It's like this guy and that guy together on a song. Uh, it doesn't really. <laughs> and then sometimes it sounds amazing, right, you know, yeah. but you know, that's the point of create the creating to each his own on that, on that, on that spectrum. We did make a list of people that we wanted to reach out to um some we reached out to and and, and, and um it just didn't work out because of time schedules and stuff and then others we just just didn't get around to reaching out you know and 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 i'm kind of glad because it worked out how it should have worked out we have very limited features on there the only thing i regret is that we don't have any boot camp members on there mm. you know the the one rock song we did was cool like we wanted to do we had a song that we wanted to get Buck on, and again, his time working on the album was crazy. Right. So, you know, once we chiseled it down, man, we got like a handful of handful of guys. It's only like about 11, 12 songs, somewhere around there. And the people that we have featured on there, it makes sense. You know. Uh, you talked about uh, 
song with a letter to your mom, letter to your you know, yeah. uh, son. And um, there's a question I want to ask you about. I feel like we lose someone in hip hop. We lose an artist. And then, then we praise them. Um, so I don't know if this is going to sound like a morbid question. Uh, but kind of the idea is like, give their roses while they're still here. Right. Uh, so I was looking at who you have collaborated with, who both of you guys have collaborated with. And names that stand out for me are like Raekwon, Buckshot, P-Rock, Premier, uh, Bun B, Evil D. Um, can you briefly just talk about them and how their importance to you as an artist, but on importance to you in this culture? All of them guys, man. That's that. But we say, they, we, you know, they family, man, um, especially Buck. Mm-hmm. Buck, that's, that's, that's my twin. That's my, that's my little bro right there. Um, we go way back, literally standing on the moon breaking day to the next morning. We, we, all we had to do was go upstairs. You know, but we would, stay up, we would stay outside and build all day, all night on life, on a lot of different things. Um, Raekwon, our brother from Shaolin, he's just, you know, he's just one of those, one of those, like, he's a chef. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a wordsmith. And um, we actually, uh, we spent some time with him. Uh, we went out on a tour with him and Redman. Um, and we built a, a, we was already cool, but that, that string of dates that we went out with him, we actually rode in the tour bus with him and, and his and his crew, which you only gonna you either gonna hate each other or you're gonna get real close. Right, yeah. And we got real close, man. Um uh Pete Rock, we go way back. Pete Rock, it's like these guys, we've been to their house before, you know, we've met their family. So it's a different, uh different affinity for when you're working with these cats. And right. the, and the respect level that we have for them is 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 off the Richter. So secretly <laughs> Raekwon is one of the features that we have on this, oh, this okay. new album. Um, not a bad feature. No, it's not a bad feature <laughs> at all. And the song that we have him on, like we try to reach out to other members, but again, with the time restraints, you got to respect artists and, and what they have to do. But we try to blow that out the water and make it something extra, extra, extra special. But we, the, way it's, the way it came out, I think people appreciate it and they understand why these particular songs were made like the song that we have him on is called Dreamland, mm. and we talk about things that happened in the past, and instead of like not to be morbid, right? But we talk about losing people, but not in the realm of being sad about it. Mm. Like you know, my my first line is, uh, "I really miss Grandma. She made the best cakes." Uncle God schooled me on rap. He had the fresh taste. First date broke my heart. I was just eight. You know what I mean? Young God told me from start, never trust snakes. So it's like you remember in the past and the bad things, but you, but you, but you giving, uh, I guess, uh, praise and a credit due, and 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 using that that memory and that experience as a strength to move on. So when you hear that's right a Raekwon Alley, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Raekwon and Ghost all day. So it's like, yo, yo, Ray, what's good? <laughs> Let's get this. Right, like yeah, no doubt. Let's go, oh, let's go. Um, but then one of the other um, one of the other special features was uh, right inside the camp, right inside uh, Soul Council camp was Rhapsody. Oh, nice. And um, Heather Victoria is a vocalist, and another young lady uh, by the name of Smitty. That's what she go by. That's what we calling her. Like these are all like regular down to earth people, but when you hear them do what they do, it's so phenomenal. Right. You know. So. Um, 
other than that, I'm a, you got to listen to the album and see who the other cats is. It's not that many, though. It's not that. It's not, it's not too more, too more, more features on there. But this is my last question. Um, you know, we've already established you've been doing this for a good, good amount of time. You have seven, about to reach the seventh album. Yes. Um, the God. Couple of solo. Is there a, a, maybe a verse or a lyric that you've written? And it doesn't have to be anything necessary that we've heard. I mean, it could be something that could be one of these tracks that you like and then kind of threw to the side that you just kind of say, holy shit, I'm talented. I, I was, <laughs> you know what? I don't normally do this, but like I have, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very anal with my, with my, with my writing. And I have like, I have these, I have these key things that I do not respect. Like I cannot say the same word a lot of times, right. uh, unless if that's the cadence in that particular thing. But then I gotta shift it right behind. So a lot of times I don't even go back and study my rhymes. But the other day, right, I went to I I, I went to uh, some some of the um, some of the lyrics that I have wrote for features. And then I'm like, wow, I really gave this. <laughs> Did I give this to this guy? <laughs> Yo, what, what happened? And I went through, I went through a few, a few songs. And then I'm like, wow, not bad. <laughs> then I realized I, 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 I often... It's a little bit of spirituality in there, some hardcore, it might be some ass kicking in there right, yeah. somewhere. And it's like my cadence is my cadence is pretty solid. So I can't run from uh who I am or what I do. And it and it made me realize then, yeah, this guy's is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's this guy's okay, man. And uh and I, I appreciate that because I don't like some people might think, you know, some people I've heard people be like Yo, I'm, yo, I'm so nasty. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna change the game. Like right. I'm the best, and, and I'm like, okay, I hope so. Right. You know. And I've heard people who, who, who probably could be put into that category, but then I've heard people that was better than them. Right. So, I never um, profess to have, to have, uh, have conquered my greatest lyric. You know, and I'm always seeking to like outdo whatever I've done so far. But I, I think it's some pretty some good stuff on the shelf in the Smith and Wesson catalog, you know. Mm. The new album, the all, the all released release date. The release date right now. The release date is one eleven, uh, two thousand nineteen. Um, hard copies and vinyl. Nice, you know. I that was the only listen. We was pushing for two thousand eighteen, but but uh. You know the system, the processing system. You got to respect that. Right. And um, we got a couple of good things going on prior to that, which would you know give the people a nice little warm up. And yes, we're going to start the year off fresh. Nice. Um, uh, uh, Let it go video should be released uh, this month in the month of October. Smith and Wesson will be on a European tour in November. God willing. Um, we'll be going to December <laughs> and when we come back uh, in December we probably will drop another um, video from the album for you in December and then the album is going to be you know explosive 
know, the all Smith & Wesson, Ninth Wonder in the Soul Council, special treat for the people then. Daryl Steele, once again, honor Tim, to have you on thank you, the library. Uh, one you. half of Smith & Wesson. Thank you so much, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for doing this again. You always have the great questions. added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.